Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show. So my friends, you know, the time I've spent with my parents, it's been very interesting to kind of have the whole going to church on Sunday every week type thing. Hold on, sorry, this might sound a little weird. I'm readjusting this mic. It's kind of different. But my friends, something that I've realized over the last couple weeks of... Has it been that that long already? Wow. As I felt like it's been that long. But my friends, getting back to what I was saying before... It's really interesting to me getting involved in the church my parents go to and really stepping into that role again. It's kind of weird because with the biblical bachelor lifestyle, I'm kind of the black sheep of the traditional community of Christians. People don't, I'm unorthodox. I'm more spiritual than religious. And so when people want to judge me for how I operate with the biblical bachelor lifestyle it to me i don't care i'm used to criticism that doesn't bother me what bothers me is the church drops the ball when it comes to talking about the difficult topics it's really easy to be a pastor go up there talk about a verse and then go home and collect your money but that's not the real issue here they don't talk about issues that the biblical bachelor lifestyle talks about And so that's why when pastors or elders or just members of different congregations talk to me, they tend to get emotional when they talk to me. And the reason why is because I discuss topics that they don't want, they don't have a real good answer to. For example, when I discuss the idea that young men and young women love to experiment when it comes to sex, they love to get busy early before the age of 18 and everything don't people don't like to hear about that they don't like to think they're like oh not my kid no my kid doesn't do that and i think to myself what are you nuts who do you think you're talking to you think i'm stupid come on now this is just ridiculous but my friends this is what we're talking about because at the end of the day the church doesn't talk about sex they don't talk about the birds and the bees they don't talk about the very uncomfortable realities of prawn they don't talk about these things really and if they do the pastor usually talks about it like a oh don't touch that you'll go to hell you don't want to go to hell do you no 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 so just don't touch that or hey we don't talk about it no one and no one's gonna do anything because you know that's the world we're living in we're living in the night in the 1730s when Everybody just, oh, we don't talk about this. Oh, they're, they're not going to ask any questions about it. It's not like the internet exists. It's not like OnlyFans is going through the roof. It's not like uh, platforms all across the the um, internet landscape are changing their guidelines to be more protographic. It's not like that's happening. So, my friends, this then leads to a very uncomfortable conversation centered around why the church is dropping the ball when it comes to sex. And the reason they're doing it is because it's an uncomfortable conversation to have for very religious people. They don't like to talk about it. I mean, 
I didn't even get to talk when I was a kid. I had to figure everything out through watching the, the skin flicks. I figured everything out that way. Now, is that the way to figure it out? No, no, of course it's not. But guess what? That's not how I want to have my kids learn. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to tell them what's going on, what happens out here, not to promote it, but to raise awareness for it. You see, people often make those two things synonymous when they are not. They think that, oh, if I tell them about it, I'm encouraging it. No, you're not. No, you're raising awareness for it. It's like going back to the, oh, if I don't talk about it, if I don't talk about condoms, they won't need one. Oh, if I don't talk about birth control, they're not going to want to get it. If I don't talk about sex, they're not going to want to have it. It's like, what the, what, what, what year do you think this is? What are you, nuts? That's not how the world works anymore. There's this new thing called the internet. You might have heard of it. It's kind of a big thing. But again, that goes back to the young people in this country, the United States of America, they're not going to church much. Now, some of them still are. I mean, that's a given. But the churches are emptying out. There is a reason for this. It doesn't just happen to happen. There is a reason for this. And it's multifaceted. But one of those facets, one of the points of the trident, so to speak, is this ball dropping no pun intended, they're not out here talking about these issues. They're not talking about why marriage for men is a nightmare. They're not talking about the marriage laws. They're not talking about sex. They're not talking about the degeneracy. And if they are, it's more to condemn them, not to provide constructural criticism and actually give an alternative, which is what, for me, the biblical bachelor lifestyle is, where you stay single, you don't get married, unless you, if you want to get married, go ahead but you're not going to be a biblical bachelor. You can be biblical, but you're just not going to be a bachelor. Biblical bachelors, we're out here doing our thing, focusing on our grind and finding that healthy medium in our lives so that we can live a fruitful life. That's what we're out here doing. But the problem is the church doesn't want to do that because they still believe in marriage. Marriage has changed. Divorce rates are through the roof. Divorce destroys men. I'm going to do a whole show on that probably later today because I really want to talk about that. I talk about it at length in my book, ironically, called Biblical Bachelor. But, you know, I'm not here just to sell you a book. If, you want, if you're interested in the lifestyle that I live, that I invented, you're more than happy to jump on board. There is no limit to how many Biblical Bachelors we can have out here. But my whole point is the church, want, the churches in general doesn't like that message. They want you to pretend like we're not living in modern times with modern issues. They're not addressing them. If they are, it's only in passing. They're not out here actually saying, hey, we realize marriage laws are garbage. Hey, we realize this isn't working for you because they can't do that. So if they did that, then the women would buck. See, here's the problem. They can't address the men without the women getting upset, but yet they can address the women and the men are usually just like, okay, Men don't usually go to bat for them, by the way. When's the last time you heard a, a pastor, you, yes, you listening to the show, when is the last time you heard a pastor call out women for, call out women in, in general, in culture and society for being skeezers and sluts and whores? Answer, you haven't. You haven't. Because then the women in the, in the congregation, even if they don't fit that category, will criticize the pastor. Women are kind of hive-minded like that. Men... If the guy came out here and said, oh, these dudes who like Andrew Tate, all oh, these dudes who like uh, these other content creators who watch the Red Pill, 
they're toxic. We need to, we need to boycott them. They mean men who would say, yeah, 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 I agree with that. Or no, I don't agree with that. That have their own individual saying yes or no. But women tend to not do that as much. Some do, but most don't. Which therein then lies why the pastors don't talk about that. Because if you haven't been in a congregation, in a church, I don't blame you. But if you haven't, you probably don't know that most men in there are completely henpecked, completely ran by their wives. Oh, of course, they ain't going to tell you that because they probably don't even realize it or they're not willing to admit it because their ego can't handle it. But most men in there are led by their wives. They get put in a quote, they get put in the doghouse. They get, they sleep on a couch. Their wife looks at them the wrong way and they're like, shit, I ain't getting no sex tonight. Damn. That's, that's what, that's how they look in. And then their kids look at them like they're weak. And then they want to call out guys like me for, oh, you're too young. You don't know anything. You don't know what you're talking about. You and your audience, you have an audience. <laughs> I bet you're leading them astray. See, that's what they tell me. It's like, I'm not trying to lead anybody astray. I'm trying to give people options out here. Why are options bad? Why are, options are not bad. They're choices. Everybody has choices. But I wouldn't have to have created this alternative lifestyle if the church hadn't have dropped the ball in been, in my opinion, very craven. My friends, are you religious in any capacity? You know what I'm talking about? You might not. That's okay. I'm uh, I'm giving you a lot of game with how a lot of churches work out here in these streets. <laughs> a lot of them are a little more than a social club, in my opinion. That's why a lot of times I don't buy it. I, I don't buy the mumbo jumbo. I can tell when someone's being real. I can tell when someone's giving me the real scoop and they're being vulnerable. They're going off script, so to speak. I can tell. I've been at church long enough since I was a kid to know when people are actually going off script and have the balls to actually discuss hard topics. But I can also tell when they start reining themselves in. People need to stop being afraid of other people's opinions. It's, to me, that's so bewildering. Why do you care what other people have to think about what you do? You know, I, I got to give respect to the LGBTQ people for a second. You know, they don't make if ands or buts about who they are. They just do what they want. And I honestly, I respect that. Now, I don't agree with everything that they do, especially when it comes to kids. But I respect the fact they're able to say, hey, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. A lot of people can't do that. So in that capacity, I actually really respect that mentality. More people should have that. You know, and, and to a certain extent, if you want to be, you know, if you want to be a normie, you go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But if you want to come out here and actually work hard, if you want to come out here and walk off the proverbial plantation, then you have no better time than right now. Now, I realize that term could conjure some very unfortunate images and very provoc it's a very provocative statement, but it's supposed to be that way. I'm trying to get you to have an emotional reaction so that you can make a choice as to what you want to do with your life. That's what I want for you. If you don't want to do it, go back to whatever it is you're doing. If it's working for you, God bless you. That's great. But I'm telling you something right now. If you really want to step yourself up to the next level, there's only one way to do it. Own who you are. Decide what you want. 
and go after it. Now, you ha can't be adverse to potential changes. Because that's going to happen. That's life. But I really want you to realize that the church is dropping the ball. And you can either try to fix the system from within. Or you can do what I'm doing and just walk and go your own way. People want to talk about going their own way with women. I'm going my own way with religion too. So it's up to you. Choose what you want to do with your life. It's your life. It's your choice. If you know what I'm talking about, free feel, feel. Oh gosh, I can't talk now. I got really excited there for a second. If you agree with what I'm saying, you disagree, more than welcome to go on over to my ex at Sheep Get Sheared. Hit me up in the, my DMs are wide open. More than welcome. We can have a conversation. If you want, I'll have the conversation with you. You know, if we, we can agree to disagree, but all I ask is you be respectful. Don't be rude. Don't be obnoxious because I will give you the same courtesy. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. Stay informed, stay vigilant, and keep questioning everything I hear because we can do it. I'm out. Peace.